Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two friends, one man and one woman, hanging out and talking about the show Terrace House Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thank you for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks, where we're going to be discussing Terrace House Aloha State Episode 8, titled Taste of Catfish on the First Date. <laughs> Which was the weirdest title by far for this season, I think. Yeah, I... I didn't know if like going in i was like taste of catfish i hope that doesn't stand for something that i don't know yeah. or something because as as we have discussed i went into this episode so nervous for yusuke yeah yeah you did you may have written me about it between <laughs> us doing the last episode and this one i'm so scared for him i mean i didn't use caps or anything okay. but yes i was i was worried about him i couldn't stop thinking you couldn't sleep you couldn't eat I- I couldn't. Even when you dreamed, you dreamed of him. Like that's not actually inaccurate. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I I was very much preoccupied with this date, and I wanted it to go well. And we'll see how it goes. We will. Uh, on this episode, but this is, I think is a good episode. It um, is a jam-packed episode. Yeah, yeah, a great part one ender. I think. Yeah, I knew it had to be. Yeah, jerks. Yeah, I know. Um, Damn them making such great television. I know, by doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All they do is provide a car and Mm -hmm. a beautiful house. That's it. Mm -hmm. And put in some ridiculous music every once in a while. That's true. That's true. We get a few of that this episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, the panel's talking about last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's mostly kind of the same old, same old. But I do love how when they're talking about uh, Yuya leading Naomi on and things like that. Yamachan's just like, just go to school, you idiot. Isn't he going to be expelled soon? Is he going to drop out? And it's true. We haven't really seen him at school much. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that he's been late a, a few, fair times. few times. <laughs> um, so come on, get on, get on it, Yuya. Yeah, just go to school. Just go to school. I'm going to use that anytime. <laughs> I don't like what someone's doing. Just, just go, go to school, school, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they talk about how Sena came and got Yusuke to, to make a move. Um, and Yusuke's asked Lauren out to see a movie. Mm-hmm. And then they start reminiscing about their own experiences going to <laughs> movies for their first dates. Yeah. Um, Kentaro saw Stand By Me, which is an excellent film. Which I haven't seen, so I can't comment on that. It's quite good. So that, that was a classic for sure, especially for someone his age. Tokui saw Cape Fear. <laughs> which was, I guess, a horror thriller kind of movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Yamachan talks, is like, is anyone, is anyone going to ask me what my first movie is? And then they're like, we should get into the episode We should really now. watch the episode. <laughs> and like right before it starts, it's just like, it was a cartoon movie. It, it's a cartoon movie. Like, yeah. Uh, I still want to know what it was. I know, right? Right. Um, what was yours? My first date movie? Date movie, yeah. Where you went to the theater. Oh, man, I literally have no idea. Mine was Munich, which was not a date type of movie. I know with my first girlfriend, I don't think we went on dates before we, like, were together to a movie. But when we were together, we definitely saw Garden State a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. I I had a semi-other couple date movies, but they weren't official, so I don't count them. I did uh, with the next girl who I, I... was trying to go out with we saw memoirs of a geisha um and i remember literally zero of that movie yeah uh, which clearly didn't have a huge uh mm. impact on me mm. yeah maybe you were too nervous yeah i i, I guess <laughs> maybe you won't remember any of this movie either <laughs> i hope not it was a good movie um anyway so before the date starts we see lauren talking to a few people in the house mm-hmm. and so she's, she's talking to eric and naomi mm-hmm. and though by the tone of her voice you already know that she's frustrated annoyed upset something yeah, like she, that she's definitely not super happy and she seems to be having those kind of conversations a lot lately yeah with the house yeah so she she's talking to them about about the date and about how she feels like the house is kind of conspired to push them together even though she's made clear to them in private that she doesn't have feelings for Yusuke 
Yeah, which was interesting news to us because obviously Terrace House didn't show us any of those conversations. So mm-hmm. we don't really know how those conversations went. We don't know which housemates she had those conversations with. Maybe it was just them two because mm-hmm. those were the only two that she was talking to. Also saw her talk to Evian about it last episode. But that seemed like the first time they were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, it did. But yeah. I, I, so that's already everyone but Yuya apparently mm-hmm. is now in the know that mm-hmm. she's not interested in him in that way. Yeah. Which I think is, like, getting the, the word around quite a bit, you know? Yeah. And so she said that she felt like, you know, they were, like, egging him on, and mm-hmm. if they hadn't, he wouldn't have asked her because, like, he had not been able to ask her before. And so, yeah, she was kind of upset about that and felt like it was setting him up for failure. And making her seem like the bad guy. Yeah. Like, she really didn't want to be the bad guy. And I think that, I I don't know where that's coming from, but it sounds like it's coming from, she doesn't want to have to be the one to tell him, I'm not interested in you. And that doesn't make you a bad guy. Yeah. I don't know if she meant she didn't want to look like the bad one on TV. Because, Ah. I mean, you have, you know, hundreds of thousands, however Mm. many people are watching this, right? And so I don't know what she meant by it, but then she kind of ended the conversation saying, well, if nothing happens, it's not my fault. Which and is... I was I was pissed. I was annoyed. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what counts as the censorship rating. If you can hear it on basic television, you can hear it. Okay, cool. <laughs> on a podcast. So, yeah. I was... I just... Mm, that conversation really kind of plummeted my opinion of her. Because it looked like she was caring a whole lot about herself and mm-hmm. what people thought of her. And as if these others should have gone and told him for her or something. I don't know. It just, like, ending it that way, like, oh, well, it's not my fault. I should stand up for myself and I don't have to like him. Well, of course you don't have to like him, you Mm -hmm. know? But phrasing it that way and then knowing that when you're phrasing it that way, he's going to see that later. It just, I don't know. I, I just felt... No, I I was not happy with that and not really happy with her. Yeah, I think especially after last episode when mm-hmm. she really had a good outlook on it. She was talking I about so how, you know, I'm not going in with any expectations for her to be romantic, but I hope to have a good time. And if something changes, then something changes. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks about giving him a chance and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. willing to do it. And I think that was such a great positive way of looking at it. Yeah, I I was like, okay, good. And now she's looking at it in such a more negative way where she, it mm-hmm. seems like she feels forced to do this. Like she, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't want to go out with him, then tell him that. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't rely on everyone else communicating that to him mm-hmm. if you're not communicating that to him yourself. Yeah. And if you're that mad about the situation, then just go to him and be like, I'm not sure if you meant this to be a date or not. And if you did, I just want to let you know I'm not interested in that, but I'm happy to go as friends. You know, like, if, don't get his hopes up. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's kind of setting him up for failure at this point because she's not communicating to that to him if she's not really planning on giving him a chance. If she's really planning on giving him a chance, okay, that's fine. Right. But if not, and by how mad she seemed about the situation, it just seemed really insincere Mm -hmm. like the whole interaction with him at least i think it goes back to kind of what we're talking about last week where you know it's this idea of wanting to be quote unquote nice by letting someone down gently or or things like that when instead you're not being nice you're doing the opposite you're you're making Mm -hmm. it more difficult by refusing to just be honest and communicate clearly and i think that that maybe she's caught up in that Mm -hmm. right now Yeah, and you can communicate clearly in a nice way, Mm -hmm. but you still need to communicate clearly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I did really like how Eric and Naomi stuck up for themselves and how they were saying it would be wrong for us to tell Yusuke Mm -hmm. your feelings. Mm -hmm. And also, we're supporting him and what he wants to do. He's Mm -hmm. the one making this decision, and we are saying, if this is what you want, then we'll support you. And we'll, uh, you know, you should do, and giving advice along 
with what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were right to do that. And I, I do think that she's putting them in a much more awkward position than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I could see it being... I would be a, a bit frustrated if a couple of my friends knew that I wasn't interested in someone and I knew that they encouraged that person to ask me out. Mm-hmm. I would be like, why would you do that? Like that, But... I, I don't know if they did encourage, because we have no video evidence of that. We see a lot of Yuya telling him. Exactly, they're talking. But not much of the rest of the house. Yeah, so I was like, did they even encourage him at all? Like, I don't know, so... And even then, I think that in your example, if it was them saying, oh yeah, no, maybe she's into you, maybe like, oh, she Mm -hmm. said these nice things about you, that's one thing, if they're giving them hope and saying there Mm -hmm. might be some interest there. But that's different than just saying, if you like her, you should talk to her about it. You should mm-hmm. engage with her about it. Because yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Asking someone out is just engaging with them and saying, mm-hmm. this is where I'm at. And that's what Yusuke did. And she she accepted on this weird premise that she now is overthinking and not sure where she stands on it. And she's not mm-hmm. communicating any of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just thought the whole interaction was a little bit unfair and left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, agreed. Especially when we contrast it to what Yusuke's doing the night before the date, where he's going out and getting a haircut from a man who must just be, like, the coolest guy because (laughs) he takes everything he says as, like, holy advice. (laughs) You know? Uh, This this haircutter is... (laughs) Everything he says, he takes so seriously. But I do think it is so sweet to see him putting this effort in and going yeah. in and, and getting this haircut. And later on, we see that he did some shopping and he's, mm-hmm. you know, putting an effort because he wants to look his best and do his best. Mm-hmm. It's super but sweet. But he is a little bit self-deprecating, even in that interaction. Either self-deprecating or intuitive. I'm not sure right. which or it just... is. Because he was like, yeah, but... I'm not really sure why she said yes, and maybe she feels sorry for me. And the guy cutting his ears like, don't think that way, you mm-hmm. know, which which is, I mean, kind of really the truth, right? Yeah. That is kind of what she was doing. And although I do think that he, because he says it's he's not sure if she has feelings for him or if mm-hmm. she feels sorry for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's different than just having feelings for me or being nice or... Mm-hmm. Uh, or take, giving a chance. I think those mm-hmm. are two different things. Feeling sorry for someone, I think, has a very different connotation, and I don't see yeah. that at all here. I don't know. I mean, it feels like she's going because she feels like she has to. Right, but I don't think that that's because she feels sorry for him because he's never had a, a date or anything. I think it's because she feels the pressure from the house and her situation and not wanting to you know, let him down. But I don't think that's that has to do with the way I read him saying feel sorry for me was very much tied to, like, I've never done this before. And she's, mm. like, going along with it because she feels sorry for me. And that 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 really sat badly for me because I don't want Yusuke to ever get that feeling, you know? Mm. like, And I hope that after the date goes the way it goes, he doesn't feel that way. But, mm. but yeah. What do you think about this guy's advice? Oh, my God. It's, like, the worst advice. <laughs> so... Mr. Barber tells Yusuke that, oh, on the first date, you should definitely, like, you usually hold the person's hand. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, that that's not even a thing here, necessarily. You don't have a checklist for things that you do on first date, things that you do on second list date? No. No? No. I, I don't. Did you not get that sent in the mail to you when you... I, did, I didn't need it. No, they only sent it to certain people. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I was just like, oh, that... And he even had said, this is my first date. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, do not tell someone to do that on their first date. Because you don't know at all where the other person is. And then it could lead to some serious awkwardness. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, and he had barely, he hadn't even talked with her that much yet. It's, it, no, that's just not a good thing. I was like, no, you can't, don't take the advice. Yeah, yeah. I, I already was nervous. And when he said that, my anxiety level went through the roof. Where I was just <laughs> like, oh no, that would end so badly. Do not do that. Especially with Lauren, who talks about how she's not a touchy-feely person. Uh, yeah, that would be the worst. Yeah, uh, no. And... <laughs> Especially because he, he also says, like, 
it would be really cool if you like do it to guide her up the stairs and like giving him a plan of exactly how to hold her hand is going mm-hmm. to fail so spectacularly. <laughs> you do not want to plan in advance your strategy for holding someone's hand. Yeah. So gross. Well, and it's like he was already so nervous just to ask mm. her to a movie. If you're nervous and you're trying to hold someone's hand, it's going to be awkward no matter what. Yeah, right? You your know? hands are it's already just... sweaty. <laughs> I know. And then you're putting them in a heat reactor of someone else's sweat hand. <laughs> and it's just going to be that not just, fun for anyone. It's so gross. A heat reactor in someone's sweat hand. Yeah, I think that that's the scientific term mm. for what holding hands actually is. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I I was no don't yeah, listeners I, I, <laughs> that may not be the best first date move. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, please don't listen to that advice. <laughs> um, but please don't listen to the checklist either, Chris's checklist. <laughs> I mean, I didn't write it; it was sent to me. Oh, I know, but that's why I call it your. You're you're, you're the you're one of the only people I know that I'm received one. Of, one the so. recipients. So if you are a recipient as well. <laughs> Write us, tell us, let us in, let us in on the information. <laughs> let us know that you needed guidance too. Exactly. <laughs> so he has that nice haircut, and it does look nice afterwards. Yeah, it's cute. I mean, it you feel like he cut off like half an inch of hair. Yeah, it wasn't that much. But he did get his his eyebrows done, which was nice. He yeah. Got them shaved yeah. a little bit, which was mm-hmm. adorable. Um, <laughs> And then uh, that night he is yeah. getting ready, so he mm-hmm. shows the two other guys, Dumb and Dumber, the new clothes that he bought, mm-hmm. and asks them their advice about what he should wear. And so he got he got a white shirt and he got a pink shirt and he didn't know which one to wear and he didn't know whether to wear black pants or jeans and he has these boots that he got and it was so cute. He was putting such effort into it and and they gave him good they gave him good clothing advice they did to yeah go with the more casual one and and so he did yeah and i think his, his outfit ended up looking looking yeah nice. yeah oh he told them about the advice that he was given he did and thank god that they told him like mm-hmm. if you're gonna hold hands do it naturally mm-hmm. but also like do do your own thing don't don't kind of take this this other dude's advice if, if it's not right for you yeah but it was that was still kind of a painful scene for me because you know the dudes know well it, at least eric does i'm not yeah. sure what you, you knew at that point and yeah that's just a terrible position to be in because you don't want to make him feel anxious or worse or you know in in any way go into it badly but you also don't want him to have his hopes really high up. And, uh, yeah, it's just a terrible position to be in. Yeah. And, but, again, and, I, th- yeah. I think that they handled it well. You know, I do, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they didn't give in to what Lauren clearly wanted and say, like, yo, dude, by the way, she's not actually interested, which, mm-hmm. you know, they let him go through with it, which I think is good, and gave him advice to hopefully do it well for himself, you know, mm-hmm. and that was good. And they, they talked about, if they'd go out to eat afterwards. Mm-hmm. And he mentions that he would definitely take her out to a place that she could eat at, so somewhere with mm-hmm. vegan options, because I guess she's vegan. Yes, which I was like, oh, yay, because... Such an enthusiastic yay. Well, no, but no, it was like a cute yay, because, like, I have allergy restrictions to all of you listeners out there. Um, and... When people actually think ahead of time where I can eat rather than just in the spur of the moment being like, oh, we should eat somewhere. And I'm like, well, I don't know where I can eat around here, you Mm. know. But like putting that thought in ahead of time, I was like, oh, he's so thoughtful in that way. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, it's very much yeah, a, a he looked up like sev- gay thing to do, I think. Yeah, he like looked up several options. He said he t- it took a while. It's, yeah. It took him a long time to look it up. And so yeah. he, it shows that he's really putting the work into this. Mm-hmm. Perhaps even too much so um, with like the haircut and things like that and like worrying too mm-hmm. much about that. But he clearly wants to show her a good time and make sure that she is comfortable and able to eat and things that, you know, it just shows that he he's – uh, considerate, and mm-hmm. I appreciate the consideration. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
before even that happens, we see what everyone else is up to that day. Mm-hmm. And so we saw how earlier that day in the pool, Naomi and Yuya are filling up some water balloons and playing catch with them in the pool. Just playing splash. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was, but they... Some the water balloons to... weren't bursting, so... Right, right. <laughs> but there so, was yeah. splashing going on, so... It felt like yeah. it was very much like some excuse to watch them frolic in their bathing suits. Probably. But, I mean, it was just interesting. And it did seem like it could be flirty, right? Yeah, it could I... definitely be Absolutely. seen as flirty. But it also could be something friends would just have fun doing. So it was, it was kind of cute to see them just having fun... And just seeing them interact with like that, I, was, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, they do seem in some ways, like, good together on the surface level, at least. And I think um, that speaks to kind of the conflict that comes out of this and mm-hmm. what the next bit of yeah. the, the show is about, which is how, while Yuya is courting Evian and trying to to get her, you know, to, to, to show his interest in her and see if something, and pursue something romantic with her... He's still spending probably more time with Naomi mm-hmm. and doing things that are more outwardly fun. Mm-hmm. And so him and Naomi probably have a more superficial relationship, but it also seems like a more fun relationship. Whereas Evian, and that, and that makes Evian nervous. It makes her mm-hmm. feel a little anxious and unsure and confused because while he says that he wants to ask her out and be forward, she doesn't see a lot of action in that way especially while he's spending so much time with another woman who herself has shown some interest in him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was interesting, right? So part of so the conflict is brought to light when Yuya is talking to Eric mm-hmm. outside saying pretty much that he's a bit pissed about the situation and he had asked if Evian wanted to do something with them Mm -hmm. right and she had said no and basically said that he was kind of like a kid yeah he 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 was like a kid and she couldn't keep up with him Mm -hmm. and so and then we cut to her inside Mm -hmm. talking about how yeah the the age difference has -hmm. always been a concern but it's really starting to bug her Mm -hmm. yeah and so i was a little bit confused with what was happening, like, what was really going on. Mm-hmm. Because to the girl, she was saying, I, you know, it's this age difference thing. It's this gap. He's too young, immature. But then she was also saying he's too needy. Mm-hmm. And then later it's like, oh, well, you ask me out, but then you don't spend time with me. I'm like, well, but I thought you said he was needy. So I'm still a little bit confused on what was the crux of it if it was this type of uncomfortableness with with his relationship with Naomi or if it was this age gap you know because what she expressed to him and what she expressed to the girls were two different things mm-hmm. and so that I don't think is obviously helpful because it, it whatever is the root needs to be addressed I, I agree, and I was super confused this for all these scenes, and it keeps mm-hmm. going back and forth between Yuya and Eric talking and the girls talking, and then finally mm-hmm. Yuya and Evian come together and they talk about it, and it really was very confusing because mm-hmm. there was no clear problem. It was very, mm-hmm. all these issues that kind of are upsetting, but not even any of them are clearly explained. Mm-hmm. For me, it made the, it made the most sense when she was talking about when he's being himself mm-hmm. and how for her she feels like he is more her he's more himself when he's just playing around with Naomi mm-hmm. than he is when he's hanging out with her and going on dates and maybe having more deeper conversations and i think that might be tied to this idea of age where she sees him as maybe trying to act uh, in a way that's not natural to him when she's, he's around her and at the same time sees him act in a way that she sees as more natural when he's around Naomi. And she not only, I think, has that jealousy, that little bit of mm-hmm. seeing them have fun together outwardly, but mm-hmm. also I think a level of 
is that who he is? And if so, why am I not seeing that? And why is he not that way with me? And do mm-hmm. I want to be with someone like that? Mm-hmm. Well, and that was the interesting thing, too, that she had asked Naomi was, are, you know, do you have deep conversations with them? Because, mm-hmm. like, you're closer to him. And she was like, no. So it seems like no one really has deep conversations with them except Yusuke, maybe. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was. But I think I think Evian and, and Yuya have had some, some deeper conversations than you could imagine because you know they were talking about how he interacts with people and whether he make, maybe leads people on and they've i think they've they've talked a lot on but she, their I dates. thought she was saying that she didn't feel like they were having deep conversations at the I don't end. know maybe I'm not, I don't know it really was a very confusing it was confusing um set of scenes so uh, I don't feel optimistic about their relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen there either. Um, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to watch, but especially considering that that is the most successful relationship at this time, yeah. to see how that's going to go. And the panel, they talk about how Evian has never really shown interest in Yuya. She's kind of accepted mm-hmm. that interest and agreed to go on dates, but she's never said to him, "I'm interested in you," and how mm-hmm. it's a little weird for her to be talking to Naomi like she's done something wrong or to talk to mm-hmm. Yuyu when like he's done something wrong when she has yet to actually communicate any of her own feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I agreed with. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. Um, and so they're talking that, yeah, they agreed that there's probably a little bit of jealousy in there. Like mm-hmm. just a bit of oil. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it was jealousy salad. oil. Yeah. <laughs> just the aroma of jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he left it with Evian saying, well, I'm going to keep asking you out. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the end of that. Yeah. So then we see the date itself between Mm -hmm. Yusuke and Lauren, the the promised date that Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to. And um, we're dreading. I think I was more hopeful than than, (laughs) Mm. than dreading. but (laughs) With your anxiety levels through the roof. Well, after that hand-holding one, that that definitely made it. In a lot worse, but but yeah. So Yusuke is waiting outside the movie theater, and she she comes up, and they mm-hmm. awkwardly say hello. They don't hug or anything, and I don't know mm-hmm. if that's because it's awkward or because they're awkward or because they're Japanese, but mm-hmm. they don't hug because they're Lauren, <laughs> or just because it's because there Lauren. There's no coffee nearby, <laughs> and so they go to get their tickets, and they talk about how they're going to be watching Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. and Lauren explaining it as like it's. Like a sequel, but it's beforehand, and it's like a new series. Yeah. Was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I was like, "Yay, Harry Potter! <laughs> two things, two nerd things that we like combining." Exactly, exactly, and it also showed how recent this was because mm-hmm. that was in theaters in what December, mm-hmm. November, November. I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this was this is a pretty recent thing, and yeah, it's 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 really fun and cool to see that. Although you still haven't seen Fantastic Beasts. No, I have. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes. Okay, good. It's bad to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they see the movie. Um, we see them go sit down together, and then we see them kind of walk out. And... 7 p.m. It's 7 p.m., which they mention about seven times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then he says, are you hungry? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little hungry. I'm a little hungry. Would you want to go out for dinner? And she's like, oh, I have... My, I have dinner with my grandmother every Friday. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, I understand. And, and they both say, uh, she does apologize. She says, sorry that we, you know, it can't work out for today. But, um, and then they both say, thank you and goodbye. And she just walks away. And she just walks away. And the saddest music comes on. Yes. And then. I didn't even notice the music. My heart was so sad. Yeah, it starts kind of playing as they're walking away. Mm-hmm. I, I know because it made me feel like the end of the old Incredible Hulk TV show, which always ended on him walking down a road with sad music playing, like walking alone. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what Yusuke was doing. Um, and then it gets sadder because... If it was possible. <laughs> yeah. I, at that point, I was honestly not feeling that bad. I was like, okay, that didn't go too bad. Like, he, I think, understood oh, why they couldn't go bad. out. Um, you know, it wasn't a great date, but it wasn't it wasn't terrible. But then I see Yusuke go to the restaurant that he mm-hmm. had made a reservation for. He had for. already made a reservation. And this is a, res- a restaurant that is completely empty. There's mm-hmm. no one there. 
He had mm-hmm. no reason to make a reservation. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a table that has a little reserve sign on it. It has a reserved sign. Their camera angles <laughs> close up in the reserved <laughs> sign on the table. And just him sitting at that <sighs> table alone. And yeah. and And then a close up on the empty seat <sighs> next to him. Like no. It was so sad. It was so sad. And just like the look on his face. I think he was and... crying a little bit. Was he? I, I think he teared tell. up a bit. Like it right when the just... food came out, I think he was. I know he covered his face at one point and he seemed like he was sighing. And it was just so sad. And that so that's really where he was eating catfish. Yes. At the end of the first date. Yeah. The taste of catfish comes from him. He yeah. ordered some some catfish and ate it. And the panel could not stop talking about the catfish. <laughs> yeah. They, they they talk a bit about the date as a whole and... Yamachan keeps bringing it back. He's like, no, we're we're not focusing on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the catfish. But no, they, they, they do talk yeah. about the catfish. And, and Tokui has this whole story about how someday when he goes on a good date, afterwards he'll go with the person and they'll eat catfish together. And this first time... He was so sad he didn't even taste the catfish. And so next time, he will taste the catfish. (laughs) And his date, his future girlfriend will be like, oh, you've never had catfish before. And he'll say, no, this is my first time. And then, like, turn turn the camera. Wink at the camera. Yeah. (laughs) And they'll comment on how, like, ridiculous and stage that is. Um, And, yeah, it's just one of those great, like, fan fiction stories that Tokui comes up with. He always, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But... Outside but. of the catfish, they, they do talk a bit about the date. Um, earlier, they were talking about how hopefully on the date, you know, just by going on the date and getting even getting rejected, he'll get some stamps. Yeah. Some, like, dating stamps. And so now they're talking about, oh, he got some stamps on yeah. that date. He it's got like stamps in your passport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in his date passport. Yeah. Um, I have one of those. You have a dating passport? Well, I have several. They're, I've gotten a lot of stamps. <laughs> Good for you. Have you <laughs> traded any of them in for an easy woman yet? No, I don't do that. You don't do that? No. Because uh, <laughs> apparently that is what Yamachan is looking to do with these stamps. Yes, yes. Uh, Once you get so many. Well, after the girls chastise him, the women chastise him for for thinking about women that way, Tokui puts a different slant on it. Where it's like, no, you don't trade them in for an easy woman. But once you get that many stamps, you become so impressive that God provides you with an easy mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, they come to me, but I'm not <laughs> trading in for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not an exchange program. Yeah, it's not an exchange. No. <laughs> this is not, the exchange. Not, a, not, a, not a currency. <laughs> but see, okay. So I know that you didn't feel like the date went that badly, but for me, the date went terribly. Okay, not terribly, like, on the level of he tripped, fell, broke his nose, and mm-hmm. had to go to the hospital. Okay, so, like, not that level. But the fact that it, all it was, it, like, it only consisted of standing outside the theater till she arrived, walking up, getting the ticket, going in, sitting down, watching a movie, walking out, and him being like, oh, yeah, like, it was a good movie. I'd I want to talk to you about it. And then her leaving Mm -hmm. to get dinner with her grandmother, you know? I agree that that's not great. But again, I think that that's as good of a date as it could be under the circumstances, you know? Because it's a movie date, which are not good dates, especially first dates. Going to see a movie, unless unless you have plans afterwards, Mm -hmm. you're just sitting there watching something with them. You're not really... Uh, engaging with them. You're not learning much about them. You're not really having that kind of conversation, that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And so I think a movie date in itself is bad. And the fact that we knew going in that Lauren was not interested, I don't think this date could have gone any better. Is well, the thing. but see, I don't know. I just felt like from the end of the last episode, she had said, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. I'll give him a chance. But for me, there was no chance like given at all really because she could have stayed for five minutes to talk about the movie Mm. like even five minutes just to talk about what happened or what they liked about it or didn't like about it like there was no conversation it was just like you know he had said oh i want to talk you know about the movie and then oh do you want to get food and then it was like oh no i have to go 
to eat with my grandmother. I'm, okay, bye. You know, and I was just like, you couldn't even have a conversation about it. Like, I just, I felt like that wasn't really giving any type of chance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that you're wrong. I just, I think that the date could have gone so much worse. There's so many things that can go bad on a first date. And he didn't do any of those things, you but know? But, like, what could... What, I, I still don't get what you could do in a movie that would be that bad. You can try to hold her hand Well, awkwardly, sure, that would have been terrible. Or do more than that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I've definitely had, you know, friends and, and seen stories and seen things like that of, you know, a guy who will go in for the kiss at the end of the first date. Oh, and it God. is clearly not okay. Yeah. And it ends badly, you yeah. know? Like, it clarified to Yusuke enough that he afterwards talks about how you know he's he's not going to continue to pursue it because it was yeah. too awkward and too uncomfortable but yeah but i think that's the thing that was really sad to me like this was his first date she could have still been clear that she wasn't interested in going out again but it still have been fun and not ended so sad and like awkward and just mm. like she was running away from it like running away from the interaction like if they just stayed and talked a bit and like been able to laugh about something or do something so it actually felt like oh this wasn't a bad first date you know but that didn't happen at all and so i just thought it was just sad i do think i think that lauren could have been more engaged afterwards i think you're right there like even as a friend i would be more engaged with a person but i do also think that the main issue was that she had to leave for to hang out with her grandma you know like that was a plan she already had and i think that the date could have very well gone differently if she hadn't had that plan you know i don't think that was her getting out of it using the grandmother as an excuse i think she actually had these plans and that's what she was going to do for dinner that night and I I would love to have seen the alternate universe where they went on the Sunday instead of the Friday that she was free. Mm-hmm. And instead, they he asked if she would go out for dinner, and then she had to answer yes or no on her own merits. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is a much more interesting mm-hmm. idea. But for where it is now, I think that it's, it's... I don't put that on her, and I don't put that on the date. I just think that it's bad circumstance. I mean, I don't know. I I don't agree. I would have been like, okay, I gotta go eat with my grandma, but like, let's talk about the movie for like five minutes, and then and then I'll head out. You know, or something. like walk me to the train or to my car. Exactly, or something like, that. like just something where it was more than like they didn't even get to talk about the movie. You know, right? Like, like yeah, that's not even a friendship. Like even if I just went out with one of my friends to see a movie and I had to go some. To something afterwards that they didn't know about i would still spend five minutes with them talking about the movie but at the same at time the they aren't really friends you but know they live together they live together like, but they aren't friends they have not really connected in a way sure but even if it was a stranger i would talk to them for like five minutes like that's like the bare minimum i feel like of being kind right but i mean maybe they had already had five minutes of walking out of the theater awkwardly in silence without any actual conversation going. And she, for, for some people, especially people who are more introverted, things like that, maybe it's more helpful to have a, a, like a kind of, not a mission or a goal, but something that's like, oh, we are doing this together. We are going for food. We are seeing a movie. We're hanging out, you know, and instead of just kind of awkwardly just being there and talking for like some limited amount of time for me that does seem weird like i get that's comfortable for you but but she did that with eric at the farmer's market oh at the end when they were just like sitting down and talking Mm -hmm. yeah but then they had like the walk home together too like no yeah no that's what i'm saying it's like it seemed like you could just be there and talk it wasn't like she can't have those conversations or it's like but again, that's with Eric, who she already feels more comfortable with, and she already has yeah. that established relationship with. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, like, you just saw something you can talk about. Like, if it were, if there wasn't anything you just experienced together, then I could be like, okay, that might be a little more difficult. But I was like, who can't talk about a movie that you just saw, you know? Like... I mean, like, if you have, like, social anxiety or something like that, it's different. But, I mean, it didn't seem like that was the situation. 
to me, it seemed like she wanted to get out of there because she felt super awkward. Yeah. And she, like she was walking away because she felt awkward. And yeah. if I'm feeling awkward in that kind of situation and I don't have like, like if I'm feeling awkward in that situation, but then we're going out for dinner, I'll continue to hang out and talk and go out to dinner. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if I'm feeling that awkward and we're saying our goodbyes or we're, we're going our separate ways, then yeah, I'll just go my separate ways. I'll get out of there, you know? And so I don't think that that is as uh, terrible as you seem to make it out to well, be. Well, it's just, for me, she was putting herself first and not him. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't really caring about how he would feel with that interaction. Mm-hmm. Or if she did, she didn't act on it. And that's what bothers me. Because it's like, if you're going to go out with someone, if you agree to it, then you should be caring about them and how they're feeling about it rather than just how you are. Then don't go, you know, if you're not going to prioritize that. And I think that that is very true. And I think that especially considering her talk at the beginning of the episode, it was very clear that this was something about her and the way that she was going on this date and focused on herself and how this affects the way that she looks or the way that she feels. And and that is, I think, a, a fair criticism. Yeah. So then it goes to Yusuke with, with the guys, right? First, it's Lauren with the girls. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't take any notes for that. <laughs> yeah. So Lauren goes and talks with the girls, and and they ask, you know, how did, hey, how's it going? How how'd it go? Mm-hmm. How was the movie? It was a good movie. And the girls are, oh, that sounds like a great movie mm-hmm. after she describes it. But she definitely talks about how she does not like him that way and how he asked her to dinner and she went to her grandma's and they didn't talk that much and uh yeah she she's just not interested in him and evian asked a lot of questions in that conversation which i appreciate mm-hmm. you know she was asking like well how does that make you feel how did you like it you know oh, what do you think he thinks and, and that was nice but it definitely was clear that after that date naomi i'm sorry after that date lauren was done that she was uh Mm-hmm. She was not, nothing had changed for her, certainly. But then when Yusuke comes and talks to the boys, that's a, a pretty, pretty downer session um, mm. where they're talking about, uh, you know, how he couldn't take her to dinner and they couldn't talk too much. He tried it a little bit during the previews and mm-hmm. things like that. But, you know, they just been in line, but there just wasn't a lot of time for them to talk. And all three of them had forgotten that she goes to dinner with their right. grandma every Friday night. And I'm like, right. how do you forget that? I'm like, how long have you been living together? <laughs> but I, also, when he talks about how she goes to her grandmother, he talks about how it's great that she finds family so important and that she's committed to being there with his grandmother. Yeah. That I thought was so sweet. Like, so great to look at the positive sides of, of it and, and how it reflects well on her. <laughs> But he does say that he felt like she came just to be nice. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, he felt uncomfortable. And yeah, it didn't I feel mean, right for him. yeah. And I think that's a sad thing. Like, if you go out with someone and they feel like it's just to be nice, like that's terrible. You know. Mm-hmm. Ah, and yet, of course, he like says that. it was good of her to come. I you know. know. It was really oh, nice like... of her to go out with him anyway. Yeah. Um, and, that he... it, and that for him it was a good experience. Yeah, and he did say, you know, because it was so uncomfortable, like, he thinks, like, he's realized that they're probably not a good fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Yuya brings up the very good point that you wouldn't know, that he wouldn't know that unless he had gone on that date. That mm-hmm. he wouldn't have known whether, you know, he would have been still trapped in this limbo of, I want to get her know to know her better, but I'm so nervous and I can't ask her out. Like he mm-hmm. has moved forward in a way that I think is important and that is really good for him. Um, as much as a bummer as it is to be that in that moment, it's really gonna I think help him and be a step f- up for him. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and and so he said that he was planning to just give up on mm-hmm. trying um, anything more with her and and, and Yuya. I think really says something really nice here, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate where he, he's saying, you know, if you want to give up, then okay, I understand that. But if you still want to see if there's something there, I'm going to support you. Mm-hmm. And I really loved Yuya saying that. That was think, 
Yeah, that was great. And I really appreciated that. Because he's like, feel free to, you know, give up on this. That's fine. Yeah. But if you don't want to, I'm still here for you. Exactly. Which is, like, one of the perfect things that you could say in that moment, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's 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 going along with him and letting him know that, yeah, if that's what you want. And really just mm-hmm. inf- reinforcing that, do what you want to do, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be continuing or not continuing do it because you want to and either way i'll be here beside you Mm -hmm. you know i'll be here to talk about it and to help you as best i can Mm -hmm. and that's that is a real friendship and that's really Mm -hmm. cool and like good on you 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 respect well done Mm -hmm. yeah i think that this is i feel like this is one of the times where i've seen the most kind of deep supportive friendship between two of the guys in Boys and Girls of the City or here. Oh, um, I don't know about that. Really? Where? When was more? I mean, there are some really good friendships in Boys and Girls in the City. No, but like this like supportive relationship between two guys? Well, I mean... I'm trying to remember. I think that you don't hear anything as like nice as that mm-hmm. that statement, except for from uh, Hansan, who of course it's said nice that to, to everyone. Yeah, because he's the best. Um, but I think that like Hikaru helping, uh, helping Armand get a job is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, there were things, but not in the kind of emotional connection, I think. And I think that, I don't know, I think that when they were talking talking to Mako-chan about, you know, what he wants to do with his sport career, I think that was things that were similar, and that was more tough love, but it was still kind of there. And then, I I don't know, I think I think that there was some, some of it there. I think there were some really close friendships there. I think here this is maybe more, just the, the, the topic is more kind of, obvious and more mm-hmm. um specific and like it's needed for yusuke at the moment but i don't know if i'd say that this is far and away the most supportive i've seen the the, the boys be to each other mm. yeah. but i am mostly impressed wrong. with it <laughs> no, no no never me <laughs> not me um but yeah so i think we're both at this point interested in buying some yuya stock right yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. His stock has definitely gotten up yeah. enough to to pike my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good good on you, Yuya. Eric, sorry, bro. You still have not done anything. Also, you need to shave, bro. Like, Yes, please. That last scene, I was like, no, that's not working for you, man. I'm mm, sorry. It's not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of last scene, actually, there is one more scene after the, the date debriefs where... Evian and Naomi are going out for lunch. Mm-hmm. And the first main conversation they have is about how Naomi is explaining to Evian that she's not interested in Yuya. And sure, she was a little bit at first, but mostly that was just because her ex-boyfriend, who she was with for six years, was also named Yuya. Mm-hmm. And how she was really looking forward to being able to date another Yuya and call him Yuya-kun. And yeah, like, she said she was drunk on calling him Yuya-kun. <laughs> which is so great. Just drunk on that name and the idea of using that name. Um, but now she sees him as a friend. Yeah, and, and she's she apologized if she ever made uh, mm-hmm. Evian uncomfortable with that friendship mm-hmm. and that she really wanted, you know, if Evian wants to, to for them to date without her feeling that kind of uh, discomfort. But I don't know if either of us really bought that. Yeah, I think it was a little. I think it was a little disingenuous. I think, especially considering her next topic, I think it was very much her trying to say that in order to kind of allow Evian and Yuya to move forward without her kind of being in the way. You know, mm-hmm. without like trying to lessen the drama and lessen this idea of a love triangle, mm-hmm. um, because. At the end of the episode, right mm-hmm. before we get the credits, mm-hmm. Naomi says, I'm leaving Terrace House. Yeah. Doom. Mm-hmm. Netflix sign. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. And yeah, it was one of those things where I'm like, is she, has she just gotten the picture like that you is not interested there's no possibility and has kind of reframed that narrative that's like no i was just connecting him to my past boyfriend and Mm. and i'm not interested in that way we have had good times but that's it you know just to kind of make her feel self feel better or or choose to look at it that way even if 
that wasn't exactly how she felt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, is it that it's trying to make it a little easier as she leaves that, oh, really, this was nothing that should hold you back, even though I'm leaving now? Um, so, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's interesting. But I'm really curious to see in the next episode what conversation will be had around around why she's leaving. Mm-hmm. Because I know she wanted to learn English and she wanted to specifically work as a host at a restaurant so that she could practice that. Um, Mm. But definitely, I think she's the most isolated out of everyone there. And she had the most challenges and even just kind of sad things that happened to her in the short weeks. Yeah, she hasn't really seen as much forward momentum in Mm -hmm. Hawaii as anyone else. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I remember calling this four weeks or so ago when mm-hmm. uh when i think she first went on her trip to japan and i i could really see her at a make or break moment where she was you know she had a lot of balls in the air but none of them were really seeming to land the way she wanted them to and especially with everything with yuya i really thought that that she might i could see her going home and and I hope that it's for. I hope that it, it is is helpful to her. I think that it's the right. I hope that it's the right decision for her mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, whether she stays in Hawaii or goes back home. I, I hope that she she's doing it for the right reasons and that it um, helps her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see as they hopefully unpack it more. Yeah. Next episode. Yeah. Any final thoughts on this episode? It's the saddest episode thus far. It is pretty sad. Yeah, I, I, while I'm sad for Yusuke, I also don't really want to see him with Lauren anymore. I agree. A hundred percent. So I'm actually kind of happy. Exactly. But I'm still sad for him. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a bummer to see someone go through just a bad date like that, especially your first date and something that he had held up so high in his mind. But when you hold things up that high, it's hard to, to live up to them anyway. And I think it's an even farther fall from it. But I think that he's going to do do well and much better moving forward because of it. Mm-hmm. He got those stamps. Mm-hmm. And who knows? We'll see the next girl that comes in. Yeah, right? And she'll have already been watching probably. Yeah, so, so she won't like Eric. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she'll come in and just be like, oh, can you play guitar for me? I wasn't here for the original concerts. <laughs> yeah. She'll... she'll... <laughs> reap all the benefits exactly. of his ukulele <laughs> exactly ukuleles yeah yeah no i think that uh the next part will be a lot of fun so we are probably going to do a part one recap or not recap a part one kind of um discussion before we move on to our next episode um to the next episode of aloha state but we'll keep you updated on our facebook and our twitter and, of course, we are interested in hearing what you have to say. So please send us any messages either at Facebook and Twitter by searching Terrace House Talks or going to terracehousetalks at gmail.com. Yeah, any final comments? No, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good, too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks. We'll see you next time. Janet.